People, how the heck you doing? Happy Wednesday to you and yours. 5.33, happy Wednesday to you, Carl freaking Brown. Morning, buddy. How the heck you doing over there, pal? Oh, feeling right chipper. He's ready. It's not Tuesday. It's not Tuesday. It wasn't the worst Tuesday yesterday. No, I've had had way worse Tuesdays than yesterday. (laughs) Got a brand new desk deodorant. Oh, yeah. What'd you go with? Are you rocking uh, an Old Spice? Yeah, it's an Old Spice. Oh, yeah. uh, looks like a Wolfthorn. Wolfthorn? Yeah. What the hell kind sale. of names are they coming up with? Not sure. It was on sale. I bought two of them. Yeah, no. It's, That's but, my... Of the same flavor? Or yes. not flavor, scent? <laughs> no, flavor's right. I like them after I'm done. <laughs> Wolfhorn. Wolfthorn. What the hell? Yeah, I've seen like, like Wolfhorn Bear Cave. Yeah. Wave Rider. My last one just said Captain. Really? Captain. <laughs> Can't we just you know, call it Old Spice? No. It's got to have there all these fancy names. Many different identities. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this one will expand the little tuft of hair on my chest that you <laughs> so long for. <laughs> I just want to put my fingers in it. <laughs> just run through. That's right. Very briefly. Uh, but speaking of uh, Wolfhorn, our buddy Wolf, uh, Wolf, the Wolf of Young Street, just texted. Yes. He's going for a colonoscopy this morning. Mm. Says he hasn't eaten in 36 hours. Is that a thing you have to do? I thought he was, yeah, you do have to. You have to you know, fast or whatever? Clear the old chamber. Oh, man. I thought he was just going to try the teen burger thing. He's <laughs> saving up. He said the colonoscopy itself isn't so bad, but the preparation sucks. Is there other things you have to do, or is it just the not eat for 36 hours? Uh, I think it's probably a time where you got to limit your liquids and that kind of stuff as oh. well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sounds atrocious. They're going to send you stuff that you have to do before you go in for your surgery and I stuff, know. too. 36 gonna... hours of not eating, though? Well, I don't know if you'll have to go that long. I, I like food so much. <laughs> Doing a full morning show, no food, no snacks. Oh, No coffee to either? Dry. Real dry. Oh, man. You'd, I'd be sounding like Carl on a Tuesday. And, and it will be a mm. Tuesday. Oh, it will be right. I'm getting my yeah. surgery on Tuesday. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> mm. Yeah. We already. You can't have two Carls on the show. No, you can't. That would That's be. Why, this is why Adam and I don't work together. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I drove myself to work today, and like a big boy. That's right. Yeah. Guess what happened? I don't know. It's a pretty short drive, man. I ran over a bunny. No, you didn't. Oh. No, you didn't. Right in front of the like a parking lot here. Right, yeah. We have, and you can attest to this, like a hundred bunnies, it seems, every morning. Tons of them. Running around the parking lot of the White House of Rock. It's a matter of time. And typically, they're pretty smart. They usually stay to the grass. Yeah, or at least usually. dart away. Yeah. This one ran right under my tire. Oh, man. Oh, that, it, I feel That's like, a, yeah, it I sucks. felt uncomfortable, man. Yeah. I still feel a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I was like, come on. Come yeah. on. That's a tough start. Oh, it was brutal. That is a tough start. What the hell are you doing, man? So anyways, it's time for another round of do I have to feel bad? Well, I mean you're gonna feel bad. <laughs> I, do I don't, feel I don't bad. think I don't think I don't think we get to decide it. You just yeah. feel kinda bad about <laughs> it's it. It's like what are you doing? Yeah. 
You we like we've done this for you know however many months now. You stay on the grass. I stay over here. I want nothing <laughs> yeah. to do with you. We've had like eighteen months plus of not hitting any bunnies. And then why now? That's what I mean. Why today? Are they tired of the pandemic too? What did that rabbit see? Did they live? <laughs> it's an interesting area over here. Yeah, There's that's a chance for sure. it's seen some things. There is a t-shirt hanging over the door handle yesterday. Yeah, stop hanging t-shirts on the door handle. Please don't leave weird stuff at work for us. <laughs> Please. Unless we request it. Yes, run it by us first. That would be yeah. great. Maybe he heard the goat story and was like, Yeah. Oh, this is your know. destiny. Swing on by. <laughs> Swing. Poor. Poor dude. There was no pineapple here. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right. Well, um, apologies to the bunny. It's uh, not the way you yeah. want to start the day. So. And bunnies everywhere. Let's try and get a banger to kick things off. Uh, we got some Iron Maiden lined up. Kick the show Let's up a space truck and Soper and Brown Show. Good morning, party people. Let's go. Soper and Brown Show. 977 Hits FM. All right. We uh, got our dink of the day lined up. But before we get to that, Wolf uh, is over on line 29 colonoscopy wolf what's the heads up or, or give us the heads up of exactly what you gotta what you gotta do to prepare for this you gotta drink four liters of this thing called peg light oh my god three liters yesterday one liter this morning it just runs through you man Are, oh. so you've just you're you're just crapping up a storm Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, that's it. That's it. You can't eat for 36 hours, basically. My last meal was supper the day before, you know, yesterday. Right? All, only clear fluids. Nothing did you, darker than apple juice. Did you have a massive meal or just a normal meal? I, yeah, I didn't necessarily have a massive meal, but I sort of ate more after it. Yeah, right? you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, so do, are you, you're awake throughout the whole thing, right? No, you're under. Yeah, they that's put why, you out. That, that's why you got you got to be cleaned out, uh, because they go in with the camera, but if they find anything, they do it right then and there while you're out, so uh, they don't have to make you go through it again. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. All right. Appreciate the heads up, Wolf. We got to get back to this, man. No problem. Yeah, another text here. It yep. said, um, "Yeah, they like bunch of laxatives to completely yeah. clear you out. It really yeah. sucks." Yeah, Ooh. sounds like it does, man. But. You know, it's a necessity. Yeah, well, you got you know, Once do. you get over 40, 45, it's got to be something that you do on a semi-regular basis. And next year, he'll be yeah, 69. Yes, he will. And a boy, Wolf of Young Street. Uh, this is a different dink of the day that I want to go forward a bit, with. A little bit different? Uh, Greenville, North Carolina. Where? Greenville, North, North Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. A man was selling <laughs> a 2020 Stingray Corvette. All right. Spencer Everett. So I I don't know why maybe he's fallen into hard times, right? Like a, he yeah. you have 20. a 2020. You've just a got 20, this. 2020. Yeah. You just got it. Hmm. So the fact this, you have to sell it. Sir, was this an impulse buy? <laughs> I've got to imagine something's happened in his life, right. right? Yep. So he's selling it and he has found a buyer. It doesn't say exactly how much he's sold it for, at least in the story I am reading. Okay. But if it's a 2020 Corvette, yeah. even reselling it, you're probably making good money, right? I would hope so. So he, that guy's case, yeah. He has found somebody, and he the guy is like, okay, I'll be by to pick it up tomorrow. They're doing the exchange. Spencer thinks to himself, okay, if I'm having to sell this Corvette, I'm going to take it for one last spin. Oh, boy. He gets on the highway. Yeah. Guns it. Uh-huh. And ends up flipping it 
and totaling the Corvette on a North Carolina highway. <sighs> Spencer was not injured, but because he was driving so fast and ended up in the opposite lane of traffic, mm-hmm. he was charged with reckless driving. The car is now a complete write-off, and he will not be selling it to the person who wanted to buy it. I'm looking at a uh, Chevrolet Corvette. It's a, it's a two-liter, uh, so it's just one up from their base package. I'm on autotrader.ca. Uh, this one's got 5,500 kilometers on it, listed for $129,000. Oh. <laughs> so seven ninety-five biweekly. You know. Ain't nothing. Ain't no thing. Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing. So yeah, this just give you an idea of what this guy literally left on the table. <laughs> oh man, oh. gotta take it for one last rip, bro. It was my dream to have this for a very brief window this of time. This car was my family. Family. Spencer, you're absolutely our dink of the day. The Silver and Brown Show, ninety-seven-seven hits FM. <laughs> really quickly before we do move along. Yes, sir. Uh, text message came in from Hap. He said. Soper's murder and bunnies, ch- children's gambling ring. Yep. You're like Scarface. You're heading down a dark <laughs> <That's right>. path, bro. <laughs> Look, the bunny, that was not my fault. No. I mean, it's kind of. I was the one driving the car, but yeah. what am I supposed to do? I mean, you couldn't avoid it. Or so you say. There were no witnesses. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> no one there to back uh, you up on that one. of them outside. Oh, I know. Uh, yesterday, obviously, I'm sure you've seen the news, but uh, if not... The Rolling Stones legendary drummer, Charlie Watts, uh, passed away. Eight, it was 81, right? Uh, I think it was 80. 80? 80 oh, years yeah, old, yeah. 81, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this news dropped, I would say, what, early afternoon? Yeah, I, I, was, I sent you a link as soon as I saw it, and it was, yeah, yeah somewhere early in the afternoon. It was almost in the nap window. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> Charlie Watts, I mean, obviously the tribute started to pour in from yep. other drummers, other musicians. I mean, he's another one of those guys who's you know in those those lists, right? Of he mm-hmm. he makes your you know top maybe top ten of a lot of lists or you know top kind of twenty perennial best drummers of all time. He's always the guy that I think everybody could relate to in the Rolling Stones, right? Yeah. Like Mick, you know, Mick is always a lot. There was always a lot to handle with his you know his attitude, his diva, his, his ego, Keith. A little bit unpredictable, and Charlie was always the uh, the steady hand, I think, of mm-hmm. the Rolling Stones. I'm just looking at uh, an article from Rolling Stone magazine back in 2016 of the best drummers of all time. Where do they have uh, them? Had Charlie Watts at number 12. Yep, number 12. So I, I mean, hit after hit after hit, obviously from that band, and toured. <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, when's the last time? Uh, to the end of the world and back. Well, honestly, times, yeah. and, and, and they're one of those bands that just kept pumping out yeah. tours. And, and had plans to go back on the road this uh, fall. I was just about to say, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, I did have plans. Uh, yeah. uh, and COVID obviously, you know, may have stopped even, you know, a, a tour happening from last year or whatever. Yeah. But um, multi- multiple songs featuring Charlie Watts and, uh, uh, we were trying to figure out what do we want to play this morning, right? Something yeah. that that does feature him a little bit more. And we might use a couple of them throughout the morning here. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. For sure. W- without a doubt. But we think to start off this show, 
we're both fans of this tune, and 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 as we were going through Google searches of trying to figure out, you know, what does he feature yeah, the most in? Something that features Charlie's work a little bit. We thought we would go with "Under My Thumb," so let's do that. It is the Rolling Stones "Under My Thumb" ninety seven seven hits FM. Charlie Watts passing away yesterday, and just going to throw in uh, some Rolling Stones tunes throughout the day. Uh, you know, again, a perennial, you know, top 15 drummer of all time and just lived one of the coolest lives possible, didn't he? Has to be. It's, Has to be. It, it, he even got to punch Mick Jagger. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Something more than a few people have wanted to do over the years. Oh, no doubt about it. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny. The um, I was just reading some interviews and stuff here this morning, and one of them, uh, he was saying that, uh, Mick Jagger is the best frontman of all time, but Keith Richards was the leader of the band. That was from Charlie. That was from Charlie, yeah, mm-hmm. saying that Keith Richards ran things behind the scenes mm-hmm. uh, and and maybe maybe kept him maybe kept him all together. I mean, I guess, you know, if Mick had as much of an ego as they said, then yeah, <laughs> I guess that guy can't necessarily be the leader. I don't know. No, it's best to <laughs> let him do his thing. Yeah, <laughs> get up there and strut, Mick. Yeah. yeah. Do but thing, man. just yeah, re- reading the uh, reading the tributes about him, it's one, another one of those things that you know when you ho- w- when you go and you have as many people you know saying he was just the nicest, sweetest man yeah. ever. I mean, what else can you ask for, right? Good story in the text box here from Terry. Said I know a guy who ran into Charlie at a bar in Vancouver about ten years ago. Uh, Charlie came in, he sat down beside him, they had some beers, they talked about their families. Never once did he mention he was the drummer. Of the Rolling Stones, and neither did my buddy. Oh, that's cool. And that sounds pretty accurate yep. and pretty reflective yep. of uh, of the tributes to the podium for Charlie Watts. Yeah, totally. So uh, we'll we'll do some more Stones tunes throughout the day. If there's something specific you want to hear, yeah, do let us know. You can text anytime, 977-977. I want to, in a few minutes, Carl, transition. Yeah. Please. And I want to talk about uh, later on. Today, I'm taking the kids to a birthday party. Ooh, big plans. That's right. Uh, kids are pumped. I mean, God, they, this this is like a Super Bowl for them, right? A birthday party. Sure. Wednesday birthday a, party? And, and get this, too. A Wednesday morning. It's like an 11, clo- 11 a.m. start. Is that why you drove yourself today? Yeah, it is, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, an 11 o'clock start. Oh, But okay. I need to tell you and Hits Nation I talked to the dad and I asked, "What you know? What's, what's your what's your son want?" Yeah, sure. And what he requested. I've been to many birthday parties. I've been in the parent game for ten years, Carl. I've been <laughs> to many game. birthday parties. I've been in the game and hit a lot of rabbits. <laughs> this is <laughs> when it comes to gifts. This is a first. Yeah. D- honestly, didn't see it coming. What do you got? I'll give you the full story after the Foo Fighters. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. 6.08. It's Wednesday morning. I'm Matt Soper. He's Carl Brown. So, taking the kids to a birthday party. Yeah, 11 a.m. on a Wednesday. Yeah. That's a bit of a... Bit of a unicorn in it, terms it, of a timing for a kid's party. I Honestly, this early on a weekday, never yeah. seen it. I suppose it is summer. And, yeah, I think the other thing, too, is because it's booked for a certain place. So, Oh, okay, that with, makes sense. With then. COVID rules, like, you, know, you probably had to book at certain times. Maybe this gotcha. is what they had. I don't know. I but, gotcha. I thought it was like a backyard thing. No, no, no. It's okay, booked for that, a certain place. This makes more sense. And 
and it works for me. I mean, I'll be off work, and and kids are jacked up. Kids are always pumped for a birthday party, right? Sure. But th- especially with COVID, birthday parties are so few and far between right now. Mm-hmm. So when it got, like they were stunned when I told them that hey, we're going to a birthday party this week, folks. We're going. They were stunned. What? So, I got everything, every else, or get set with the kids and timing with the car and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I got to text the dad, and I've got to ask him, hey, what's your son into, right? Sure. Son's turning ten years old, and so I text him and I say, "Well, what would your son like for a gift?" And as I said to you a few minutes ago, I have been in the parrot game for ten mm. years now. Sure, I've seen some things. Kids go through phases. Yep. Some of them are weird. Yep. You know, I'm sure you've gotten some weird gifts for people just on request. It can be your normal stuff, like a oh, big fan of Lego. You know, big fan of Pokemon, or right now it's Roblox. It could could be absolutely anything. Right. So it's it. It, it, and it's usually pretty generic. But the answer I got, well, frankly, I didn't see coming. First time I've ever had this. Don't know if it'll ever happen again, Carl. He texts me back and he says, well, to be honest with you, uh, he'd like Carl to come. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, to his birthday party? I says, pardon? He <laughs> said, well, yeah, like for a birthday gift, uh, if you could bring Carl, that'd be great. This kid's 10 years old. I said. What do you want me to come to your birthday for? I said, what? I said, oh, are you joking? Or? And he's like, no, Carl's his favorite. Sorry. <laughs> That's the best. That's the best. What's the kid's name? Austin. Austin, buddy. (laughs) Happy 10th, pal. That's hilarious. (laughs) What are you, chopped liver? Uh, Wants me to come by. That's right. (laughs) Could have any gift. He wants Carl. You know, it's a great troll job because of all the things that I don't want to do on a Wednesday... A 10-year-old's birthday party has got to be near the top of the list. Yeah, well, I, d- I didn't have the heart. I mean, they're, no. they're, they're going to hear it now. Sure. I, and, and this is no offense to you, Austin, whatsoever. No. But uh, Carl, not much of a kid's birthday party guy. <laughs> Don't get invited to a lot of them. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's just not my forte. <laughs> of all the things Carl's yeah, he wants to do, it's that usually is, not that. Is the kid a wrestling fan? Uh, you know what? He is. Oh, okay. All right. He is. He is a wrestling fan. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so, That's pretty cool. What do you want for your birthday? Well, he wants Carl to come. <laughs> well, I can at least do a video or something for you. Okay. I'll, do, I'll, you I'll, I'll put a video together. I'll send something over to you there when you the go. show wraps up here for sure. <laughs> Austin, happy 10th party. That is hilarious. <laughs> You get Matt Soper. Sorry. Yeah, it's the second. Oh, the Denver Broncos. Oh, Marge, you'll never understand. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe next year. Maybe for birthday 11. Yeah, maybe next year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Soper and Brown Show. Nine seven seven hits FM. Text message flying in here. As 
10-year-old Austin. I'm taking my kids to his birthday party, and when I asked the dad, what's the, you know, what's your kid want for a gift? His response, <laughs> he wants Carl. He wants what every 10-year-old boy wants, which is local radio DJs to show up at their Carl <laughs> Brown. Party. Yeah. Uh, by the way, you have two separate text messages, both from 23-year-olds saying, will Carl also come to my birthday party? Now, it's interesting because I think attending a 23-year-old's birthday party would make me feel older than going to a 10-year-old's birthday party. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Two separate dudes, though. There's another guy. One of them's named Austin. Oh, no way. He said, uh, yeah, it, was, it must be the name. My name's Austin. Would love if Carl showed up to my 23rd. And then a, a totally unique number right after him said, can you come to my 23rd? Folks, I'm not doing birthdays here. <laughs> Come on. We already talked about how we don't like to sing. Yeah. <laughs> Carl, uh, you got to make an appearance. How can you squash the 10-year-old dreams? First time in double digits. <laughs> and already disappointed. Well, if anyone's going to teach you about disappointment, folks, <laughs> let it be me. Doors open. Carl enters. <laughs> oh, my God. That's Carl Brown's music. Several concerned parents looking at the guy with the Ray-Bans on. <laughs> the hell is that? Is he wearing a Cleveland Browns hat? Get him out of here. Uh, by the way, yeah. there's a, another part to the story that I had forgot. In the excitement of laughing my head off at Carl being asked to be a gift. <laughs> Do I get wrapped? Uh, oh, 100%, yes. Yeah, you come out of a box. Is that the idea? Oh, you have to. I'm going to roll you out. Has anybody bought a refrigerator recently? (laughs) 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 Need some cardboard. I'd be like rolling it, get to the steps. I'd be like, all the other other dads, I'd be like, boys, you're going to have to help me lift this box up these stairs. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Try to get Austin's gift up here. You got me up on a dolly, folks. (laughs) We need the whole team. (laughs) Does that box have legs? Yeah, Carl, just shuffle up the stairs for me here, please. Why is it? it? (laughs) Sounds grumpy in there. So then, after I'm talking with the dad by text, yeah, and uh, he says, he says, yeah, yeah, Austin, you know, really likes Carl, and and he even even says, he says to me, sorry, just Carl's his favorite. I think it's fine, man. I totally, I am totally fine. Sorry, it will no. be okay. I'll move on with my life. And then he goes, and uh, actually. Uh, my wife really wants Carl there too. Uh, no, she's uh, she's also a really big fan of Carl. Where is this thing? <laughs> well, now that the wife is, <laughs> maybe I'll pop by. The wife- maybe I can find ten minutes this afternoon. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll give you ten bucks if you can guess her name. Mm. Uh. Michelle. Beverly. Oh no, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Beverly. Clear my schedule. <laughs> Can you guess? Uh, how about the dad's name? Sounds like a Mike. Jeff. No, it's not Jeff and Bev. No, it's not Jeff. I'm okay, just, it's Dave. I was like, that's too much. <laughs> that's too. That's too much. That would have been remarkable. That is it? far too much. Anyways, we get a ten-year-old and we get a wife who need the Carl Brown. <laughs> All right. I have. I, I mean, I'm free. I don't really have anything going on. I have bought another, like an actual gift. Yeah. 
Can I drive myself though, so I can leave like pretty quickly? Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. I don't think you want me to linger around this I, thing. I don't know if they're. <laughs> I'm unaware <laughs> if we can save you a slice of pizza. Maybe I don't it's know. Okay, it's okay. Don't count me in for the cake. You get the refrigerator box. <laughs> Come yeah. on over, meet us. You, you get, know. You get the dolly. I'll uh, I'll shoot you a text when the party's like towards the end. Some able-bodied dads. <laughs> able-bodied. I'll tell you when there's 15 minutes left, and that way you'll have lots of time to show up and get in yeah. 10 <laughs> minutes and get out. I'm going to have to add that to the band list. <laughs> Able-bodied dads. That's a good one, actually. Yeah, yeah it's going on. It's Our Lady Peace, Clumsy. Soper and Brown Show, 97.7. It's FM. Beverly! Text message says, Carl, show up for cake, beer, and take off. It's not bad. You get the best part of the party. You know, the person who made the best case in the text box, someone texted and said, you know, if Charlie Watts can sit down and have casual beers with some dude at a bar, Carl, you can show up to a 10-year-old's birthday party. Agreed. <laughs> Frankly, he's got a good point. It's a hell of a point. Got a good point. Carl cameo account upcoming. Oh. $8 for a Carl Brown cameo. Yeah. The only thing I won't do is sing happy birthday. <laughs> Anything else is on the table. <laughs> Everything except happy birthday. We're not, are we allowed to have cameo accounts? Uh, I have no idea. I have no idea. Carl texted me at 8 p.m. on my birthday. He's certainly not singing happy birthday to anybody <laughs> <It's> else. <true. laughs> oh, yeah. And I labored over that message all day. <laughs> Ugh, do I really have to send something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's get to open mic in a few minutes. If you do want to get some questions in, something for Carlos, the 10-year-old birthday party king, something for myself, something for Hits Nation. Get them all in now, 977-977. And uh, about six minutes or so, we'll get to open mic. Call me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> 977-977, you can text the show, give us a call too, 905-688-9797. First text here says, but will Carl text Adam on his birthday? Oh, yeah. Set oh, a calendar reminder. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> May something. You, first of all, you heard what he said on the show. You meant nothing to him. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. You can believe that if you like. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Adam's Adam's reaction to the oil painting is pretty funny though. Oh yeah, I still have the oil painting hanging in my office right now. Yeah, and I've got all my like wrestling stuff. And I was like, "All right, you got to come see the collection." He came in. He's like, "Oh God, it's I know what it looks like, but it's still a lot." It <laughs> truly is. What about the sword? Yeah, he got to wield the sword. He was shocked at how heavy it was. It's crazy. Absolutely shocked at how heavy that was. It is crazy, man. It's a heavy-duty sword. <laughs> my, my wife sure wants that out of the house. Not, not a chance. <laughs> uh, okay, would you rather block a slap shot from Prime Zdeno Chara or take a punch to the ribs from Prime Mike Tyson? Am I in gear for a Zdeno Chara slap shot? Like, am I dressed as an NHL defenseman? I assume not. No. Okay. Can I just cover my face at least? Like, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, yeah I, I wear a, hel- a helmet and cage, gloves and skates. Like, is that? Yeah. Y- yeah. I think that is fair. Jockstrap. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take the Chara slap shot I because think so. I think a full on prime Mike Tyson punch to the ribs would break. How many of your ribs do you think? At least three. Sure. And the potential I, inter- like internal bleeding. I have uh, I haven't cracked a rib before or broken a rib, but I have torn rib cartilage, and 
everything you do is pain. Like yeah. even if the Chara slap shot, you know, breaks my forearm, breaks my leg, oh, you can. Rec- you don't want it. I know. I know. I'm assuming it doesn't turn my foot backwards. I'm assuming it's a clean break. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm getting in front of that slap shot, man. I yeah. I and, and obviously the slap shot could also break a rib if it hits the right spot. Sure. It could. Yeah, but I, I agree with you. I'm just not getting punched by Prime Mike Tyson. Yeah. I'm taking the other option. I've, I do. I completely have to agree with yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, morning, guys. It's Caitlin. Curious when you're going to be doing the next round of Soundboard Survivor. It has been a minute, hasn't That's it? That's a great question, actually. Yeah, it has a been question. a little bit of time. Worthy of consideration. Uh, yeah, I don't want to promise anything, but uh, sooner rather than later. It's been a little bit. It does need yeah. an update. Yeah. It, it's not going to be this week. No, no. Maybe next week, though? Yeah, maybe. 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 I like, I, we'll see. She's right. It needs to come up some point soon. Yeah. What is a food that is not worth the effort to be homemade? Uh, first one that comes to mind is sushi. It's a lot of Have effort. you done it? Yeah, we've done it a couple times. And, and what? It was just not good? or well, I just took my wife a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just took forever. Yeah. Getting hungry. Um, yeah, I've so never that was a bit of effort. It, but yeah, lasagna is a lot of effort. I was gonna say homemade pasta. Yeah, is and like sh- if you're making like the noodles and stuff at home. Yeah, like if you're making yeah. homemade ravioli. Yeah, right? it's of course it's gonna be good. Pasta is sure. gonna be good, and most things homemade, you know, are, are pretty tasty. But the amount of effort that goes into that, when I can just get ravioli that's pre-made and it's gonna yeah, be so- just as good. Well, it's really good. Right? Go to anti-pastos, get yeah, some. Yeah, oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Real good. Homemade yeah. pasta is... That's a bit of work, yeah. Oh, gosh. It just yeah. it takes forever. I'm with you on that one. Uh, how much to get Carl to slap on a hello, my name is, sticker, and stand in for me at the birth of my firstborn? <laughs> the birth of the firstborn? It would be an honor. It would be. <laughs> Only if you name the child Carl, though. Jeff. Boy or girl. <laughs> Jeff. Jeff. I want boy or girl. It has to be Carl. <laughs> Hi, this is my daughter, Carl. Uh, is that short for something? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Those are Carl's demands. <laughs> With Shelby Knox. All right, Shelby, good morning. Let's, uh, let's start by talking about Niagara Health, who made an announcement. Yes, so the staff at Niagara Health are going to be required to be fully vaccinated as of next month. So that includes all staff and volunteers working at the hospitals. They either have to show proof of their vaccination history or have written proof of a medical reason why they can't be vaccinated or they're going to have to take part in mandatory education about the benefits of COVID-19 vaccines and then have to undergo regular mandatory testing to even access the hospitals. All right. Uh, McDonald's, Mm -hmm. Carl, when it comes to McDonald's and their ice cream machine, it is this ongoing battle. (laughs) There was certainly a time when it was incredibly hit and miss. Yeah. Is it gotten? It's gotten a little bit better, I, I guess. I think it's gotten more consistent, but they're having troubles in the UK, Shelby. They are having troubles in the UK. So this has to do with the milkshakes, and they're actually out of milkshakes, and actually some bottled drinks as well in England, Scotland, and Wales. So that's about twelve hundred McDonald's stores. Right now, the lack of milkshakes is being blamed partly on Brexit. Oh, oh really? Yeah, oh. it's back. Oh, oh. baby. Of all things, 
Brexit takes away the milkshakes. They say there's a historic shortage of drivers, and that has just been exacerbated by the changes to the rules of Brexit. And they're not the only place that's having this problem. Nando's, which is famous for its chicken, Mm. also had to close some outlets because they ran out of chicken. They love a cheeky Nando's in the UK. (laughs) Oh, that's tough. Who doesn't? No chicken, no ice cream. How's Mm. How's that even a way to live? Were you thinking about that when you voted leave? (laughs) (laughs) the real consequence of brexit the ice cream (laughs) but there was a bus shelby and the bus had a big number on it yeah it did it did have a big fake number on it remember the bus i do remember the big Uh, big bus if i can go back to the mcdonald's ice cream quickly please the ice cream cone at mcdonald's is it is yeah that is a fantastic treat that does not Mm -hmm. get enough love my you only, can't get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, here you can. <laughs> my only dismay in getting it is like having to drive home while holding it. Oh, I eat it. I eat it while I'm just driving. Right there. Yeah, I know. I do the same. I just, yeah. you know, I, I try to focus on what I'm doing around here. Yeah. yeah but uh, that's the only the only issue. God, it, that is an elite dessert that just does not get enough love. Pricing, quality. Yeah. It's all there. It sounds like for a buck right now. Remember I they used to right do now. the... Um, the swirl, like remember they used to chocolate oh, yeah. and vanilla. Yep. Can we get that back? Is that not there anymore? No, Is they that don't do that for cones. No, it's just vanilla now. They can hmm. barely do vanilla sometimes. Yeah, no, I know. Break. <laughs> I want, I want the swirl cone and McDonald's pizza back ASAP. Ew. You don't remember McDonald's pizza? No. What? No. What? Oh. Really? I think I'm happy to not remember McDonald's pizza. Wow. That does not sound good. Okay, first Shelby of all. Knox, that's quite a blind spot. That was a big thing in the late 80s, early 90s. It still is. People want well, it back sorry, big what, time. When, when was that? Uh, now that I think of it, yeah. When did before <laughs> you were born? But that people do petitions for it all the time. People do petitions for a lot of things yeah, all the time. That doesn't mean they're paying attention to Look, them Look, Shelby, there such, are... Such as leaving the EU. <laughs> <laughs> and now look at you. There are two places in the world that do the McDonald's pizza still, and they're both in West Virginia. So road trip when the border opens, or... We have so many road trips planned now. You, you're supposed to take me to Taco Bell. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I think we're going to Disneyland. Yes. I'm taking I'm taking you as as your mother to Disneyland. Yes. Am I going to Disney mom you? As the guide. Yes. Di- Disney mom me. I don't see the issue with any of this. <laughs> Disney mom me. <laughs> Clip it. The way, my son. All right, we're going. We're getting ice cream cones. We're getting McDonald's pizza, and then we're going to Disneyland. And then All we're right. suing Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. What is this story about? So the kid who's on the cover of Nevermind is suing the band for sexual exploitation. Uh, He says, you know, he was photographed as a four-month-old in a swimming pool, and he is, yep, he's in his birthday suit, full naked. And his issue here is that there's that dollar bill that's superimposed over the photo. And what they're saying is that because of the dollar bill and because he's fully naked, it makes the minor seem, and this is their words, like a sex worker. What? <laughs> yeah. Now, non-sexualized pictures of babies are not considered child pornography under U.S. law. Their allegation is that because that dollar bill is added, it makes it seem like, again, their words, like a sex worker. And <sighs> he's also alleging that his true identity and his legal name forever tied to the commercial sexual exploitation he experienced as a <laughs> minor says that his parents didn't sign certain waivers, and so he is suing Kurt Cobain's estate. He's also done how many interviews as the 
This is what the kid from the Nirvana cover looks like now. Doesn't he have Nirvana tattoos? He has Nevermind tattooed across his chest. I believe he's done conventions as well. Yeah. This dude has earned a buck off this, and the tap is getting turned off a little bit. And (laughs) I look at the story from Variety. The best quote uh, is from a 2016 story. He said, when I go to a baseball game and think about it, man... Everybody at this baseball game has probably seen my little baby penis. Wow. <laughs> what? Dude, nobody knows who. Like, you can. Soper, you said this to me off air when we were talking about this story. Line that dude up in 10 people. I have no idea who was on the cover. No. Uh, it's a, I've got a 10% shot of getting it right. Yeah. Do you know what his Absolutely name no is? Because his nope. allegation is, uh, my no, name is forever tied to it. It's Eldon. Eldon is Eldon. his name. His name is when Eldon? he was 17, Great. he was paid $1,000 to reenact the pool pose for photographers. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, so, yeah, he had to make it. He was in shorts at that point. Okay. Yeah. He was a 17-year-old. He had I certainly it. do not want to make light of child pornography in, 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 in any way or child pornography charges. But, like, is it not kind of disrespectful to say, oh, this is, like, what? Like, yeah, you're reaching here. Are we not? You're looking for a payday. Right? Shelby? For a payday. And he might well, get like a quick I said, one. He's done, I, I believe he has done convention circuits. Like I said, he yeah. was paid at 17 years old to recreate the photo, which he did. That photo is readily available. Yeah. Uh, but he says that I'm 23 now, and as an artist, it you know it's, it's difficult. But you're suing mm. Kurt Cobain's estate. Yeah. What do you? So, what's the hope here? Like, do you? I, like, I know you say that this guy's got no case, but if you're Kurt Cobain's estate, do you cut him a check and just move on? Like, I know it sets a terrible precedent of what people can come after you for, but at the same time, it's like you can tie yourself up. With this dude, isn't that what money's for? Just to give him some, some f off money. What a tool. Yes. Yeah. No. Give him the dollar that you floated in the pool. <laughs> that dollar. Fair compensation. <laughs> Silver and Brown, ninety-seven-seven hits FM. All right, seven oh seven. I'm Matt Silver. He's Carl Brown. A lot of text still coming in about this whole uh, Nevermind Nirvana yeah. album. People fired up about it. Yeah, suing situation. So, yeah. uh, again, just if, if you missed it, Shelby was just recapping it. The person who was on the cover of the Nevermind album. Yeah. What was it? Eldon was his Spencer, name? Spencer Eldon okay, is the guy's is. name. Okay. Uh, he's in his 30s now. That album came out in 1991, so he was an infant then. I assume he's, yeah. you know, 31 or so, 32. And, yeah, attempting to sue the estate of Kurt Cobain, as well as, I think, uh, Chris Novoselic and Dave Grohl, for uh, funds for being uh, exploited, he feels, I guess, on the cover of the album. And more specifically, and this is really what I want to dive into more than anything, what did Shelby say? It it depicts child pornography because or? he's reaching for a dollar yeah which has been imposed on the image so yes. it, it, yeah it depicts yeah that it's like selling the, children's sex work the, or something the, like his that? legal team is trying to say it's an example of sex work because he's reaching for a dollar as opposed to a metaphor for the capitalistic state that is the north american economy I, which is what it is because apparently lawyers have never heard of metaphors that they can't pick apart and try and make a very loose legal case from well i think this is what bothers me more than anything and as you said there is probably a way that he could go about this and go, hey, my parents got paid 200 bucks. That yeah. is so low. Like, yeah. and this continued, like, you know, I think I'm owed a little something. Okay. And I think he's made enough off this. 
I'm looking at a listing right here. Niagara Falls Comic Con 2018. Spencer Eldon can be seen as the baby on the cover of Nirvana's iconic studio album, Nevermind, making an appearance at the Niagara Falls Comic Con. Uh, 30 bucks for an autograph as he's wearing the T-shirt of the album cover. Uh, 40 bucks if you wanted a pro photo op that year. Uh, he also made uh, an appearance at, a, at some kind of this, a marijuana event in 2020 in Niagara Falls. Like, this dude has basically worn the T-shirt and said, that's me. That's my baby penis for the last 10 plus years at all these comic cons doing these signings, making money. Kids probably got a cameo account. Yeah. And now has decided that either the checks have dried up because maybe with COVID, there haven't been a number of these cons for him to attend. Mm -hmm. Maybe he might have to get an actual job and he's not interested in that. I don't know what the deal is, but that is such a loose legal standing and also uh kind of just ignorant for the, for all the for all the struggles there is with you with that, the children in the world to, to use that angle to try and benefit yourself is that is gross that was going to be my main point child pornography sex trafficking is an awful massive problem issues. it's an massive awful issues. awful problem and to try to use that angle as your as your legal angle for something that quite obviously isn't that is really, really, yeah. really bad, man. Like that's really, really poor. I mean, how embarrassed about it can you be when you've been out there basically touring on it, wearing the shirt for the last ten plus years? Yeah. How embarrassed about it can you be? You've used it as an opportunity to earn at every window. Yeah, you shouldn't be allowed to sue at that point. No, man. A great text no. here. Somebody said, why not sue your parents? They're the ones that got paid for exploiting him for gain. Like They, they threw you in the pool for a photographer friend for 200 bucks. Yeah. Like, Didn't even ask what it was about. You want to get 200 mad. 200 bucks, toss him in the pool. You want to get mad at anybody, right? Yeah. Like, I, this is a conversation I have with your parents, but chi <laughs> child pornography and sex yeah. trafficking. like Get out of here. Man. There are real issues going on in this Big world time. when it comes to that. Big time. You are not one of them. You're just not. Yeah, take a different angle in terms of you know you were you know not old enough to you know give a you know a consent or sign off on a waiver or something like that. You know, dig into the legalese there. I'm sure paperwork for a tossing a baby in a pool in 1991 was pretty loose. Yeah. Maybe you can find a route there, but to take that angle is just brutal especially after you you know basically earned a living off this thing mm -hmm. i so. could have i could have been behind him getting paid more like for this i could have <laughs> been behind it i'm this way a, off it now this is a great text of the uh the texture says the album is a prophecy he's become the whiny baby reaching for a dollar <laughs> oh is that ever a perfect yeah. uh that's a perfect stamp on that break the silver and brown show 97.7 hits fm on a baby getting just ripped apart in the text box <laughs> rightfully that's so such a perfect text there from brian in toronto uh, one of our texters or regulars said yeah the album cover has become a prophecy he's become the whiny baby <laughs> reaching for a dollar oh Incredible. oh how the turntables <laughs> and uh, you made a, you made a great point to me off air it's not like anybody nirvana's ever come to him and said hey can you stop going around with our name and uh, and T-shirt on and album cover to all these comic cons yeah. and earning a buck. Hey, let the kid go, go make money. So he wants to pay you thirty bucks to get an autograph from the baby on the Nirvana go cover. It. Go make you thirty bucks. Yeah, they never came after him. They don't care. 
sex trafficking charges. Get out of here. Oh, my God. It's a spit in the – honestly, it's a spit in the face to anybody who's ever had to actually deal with something like that. In the words of the real Jeffrey Lebowski, get a job, sir. <laughs> uh, let's take a break here, and on the other side of it, we're going to get to the machine. Um, I'm just going to play this just just to get it out of the way. Oh, okay. Let the process here. Okay, okay. Is there? Uh, and we've got more horn updates. The All trade right. from yesterday. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Maybe I can give you a little taste of what we're trading for. It's coming up. Welcome to Machine! 905. Machine! 682-9797. You give that machine a call any time. Thinking, thinking we're going to start with, I, I think this might be... Boomhauer from King of the Hill. All right. Just try to listen carefully. Morning, boys. Just uh, out for a walk with the dog, listening to the latest podcast, and uh, I hear the old Carl Brown, the Silence Guy intro come up. Boy, is it hard not to trust him at Royal Walk and you know, all the dirty look to some old lady. Have a good one, boys. <laughs> I think he's talking about the car around the science yeah, guy. Yeah, he says hard not to thrust when you, when you hear that and you're out walking. Oh, uh, there we go. Okay. Hard not to thrust. Hard not to thrust anytime. <laughs> I, I, when you're just like in general or when the song's on? When the song's on. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm sitting still. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm sitting still. I listened to this morning. He's like, hey, I'm going to dang old man. Hard not to thrust when I get going. That makes more sense now. I think it was just early this morning. I couldn't pick up what was going on. Uh, Okay, for this next one, I'm going to click this here. Oh, okay. Let the process here. So I'm just listening to the show this morning on my way to work, and Soper says something, and I've used that phrase myself many times. But I always wondered, if we say, to be honest, does that mean every other time we don't say that, we're not being honest? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. She tried her best. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, um, one, one more time for me, ma'am. Can I get a, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> more of a Randy Savage. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it is an interesting uh, turn of phrase, I guess. Another one of those weird ones in the English language, to be honest. You assume that you're being honest most of the time you're speaking. <laughs> Try not to. But I... I guess you're trying just to put emphasis on whatever point you're about to deliver. I'm about being whatever incredibly topic honest. Yes. I've never been more honest in my whole life. Anyways, it's a good point. Yeah. Yep. I'm not going to stop saying it. No. <laughs> now let's hear from Swamper. Oh, hold on. Swamper. Hold on. Okay. okay, now he is. Happy hump day, boys. It's Swamper again. Last time was a motorbike. Today? Hell yeah. <laughs> He doesn't this explain, a, though, what it was. Did he say it was his motorbike? He said yesterday was a motorbike. Oh, yesterday was a well, motorbike. Oh, we, okay. We had a horn on the show yesterday, but they didn't ex- explain uh, what it was. Okay, 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 okay. But he didn't explain what it was there either. Gotcha. So I guess call us back tomorrow yeah. and let us know what kind of horn it is. Not a, bad, not a bad horn for a hump day either way. No, it's good. Tell us what your horns are when you play them, all right? I don't want, I want to be left hanging here. Uh, we got to clip it. Hey, Tuesday, 343, Joey, clip it. So I went back and I took a listen. I believe that this is what they were talking about. I wish I could eat this all the time. 
So he was dropping. Did he say, I, did he say Irish? Yeah, he was talking about he was at an Irish bar. Uh, he was dropping down a dad joke. Oh. And it is fine. Hmm. I didn't know if it was clip it worthy. That's the only thing in there that I in personally that. heard that may have been a hmm. clip it. Okay. I thought it was a stretch, but then Adam dropped one that I thought was technically better. I wish I could eat this all the time on her. That was a little better. I <laughs> a little think. better. A little better. So, yeah, okay. Um, all right, boys. All right. It, 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 whoever sent that in, if you have a better one, I, I listened to it like oh, the whole break over twice. I was like, I don't even know what they want me to pick out from here. <laughs> so that's the best I could find. Let's hear from the guy who he wants to do a trade with us. All right. It was yesterday on the machine. Called up and said he has some type of a horn. He sent me a picture and wants to trade it for a coffee mug. Hey, boys. Uh, it's Jay Colvin. I'm the guy with the horn. Carl, I'm sorry. I got a little stoned yesterday, and I got a okay. little too excited, and that's why it didn't come through. And I apologize for that right off the hop. Didn't want to get you mad. But I'm telling you, boys, this horn, it's an actual air horn from a truck. So she honks, boys. And as soon as I can get my around to an air compressor, I'll call you back, and I'll really give you a good one. You guys have a good night, and we'll catch you later. Well, there you go, honey. <laughs> Is that his wife? That's great. Uh, she honks, boys. <laughs> That's great. That's just hilarious. I think we had to write that. Uh, 728 uh, for Clip It. She honks. I just sent you a picture. Mm-hmm. He's, he sent me a new one. He said, this is what it is. Okay. So it's the actual horn off of a truck. Yeah, it's a Hadley horn, a rectangular air horn. I thought the okay. first picture that he sent us yeah. it looked like something like a jester would have in the well, it, 1700s. It almost, it almost looks like a piece that would um, that would attach a mirror. Like an extended uh, rear view mirror from like your driver's side or your passenger mm-hmm. side on a larger vehicle. You know what I mean? It looks like it would yeah. tamp on there and then stretch out and you'd have a But that's a horn. So then. When I think of a horn, it doesn't look like a horn. He did call back. Oh. Hey, Soper. It's Jay. Uh, I got a buddy to give me a hand here. So uh, this is what I'm talking about. And Carl, I hope this puts a big smile on your face. Hey, buddy. <laughs> that's what I got for you, boys. And okay. uh, I'm sure we can figure something out. Hope you guys have a great day. We'll catch you later. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, a couple of mugs for 100%. That. I wanted more of the horn. Are you kidding me? <laughs> now we put the horn in front of the megaphone. Oh. And that's how we announced my first day back in studio to Tim Dennis. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> we announce it back with a 21-horn salute directed at Tim. <laughs> I completely agree with you, actually. It's the best idea I've ever come up with. All right, let's finish with this. Imagine Carl is a beaver and Matt is a wiener dog. Are you imagining? Does it make you horny? Or does it make you want pancakes? One, eight, seven, seven, Carl, no, four don't kids. don't do it. <laughs> Son of a bee. Nine, oh, five. Six eight two nine seven nine seven. You call the machine anytime. The Soper and Brown Show, ninety seven seven Hits FM. The Soper and Brown Show, ninety seven seven Hits FM. Seven forty one. Pardon me. Wednesday morning. Just uh, had a clarification from the machine. Swamper dropped down a horn. Yes, he did. Save us from a ten ton truck. Pretty cool. Yeah, he had a motorbike yesterday, 10 ton truck. Okay, appreciate it. 
We are going to make that deal, by the way, for the air horn. That's a great oh, yeah. air horn. Oh, yeah. we got to try and get that straightened out. Somebody quickly did want to chime in. Uh, 905-688-9797. Hello, it's Hits. What's going on? No, no, no. Oh. Oh. You turn this off right now. Sorry, did you say up? It's a wonderful cause. <laughs> Whoever the people are who came up with that jingle. Ooh, folks. I do love that it has become an ongoing thing now. I told, I told you out here yesterday, I said, I make a deal. I make a one-time donation of $1,000 if you can guarantee I never hear the ad again. I mean, or, or see the commercial. It comes on during AEW. I run for the remote. <laughs> it gets stuck in my head like a worm. It uh, it's it's a great jingle in the sense of it, it does. achieves yep. what a jingle should achieve. Yep, yep. I know, and it's a good cause, and I understand that. <laughs> but my God, I want to talk about uh, I want to talk about some history okay. and a Ooh. baseball team. Oh. Potentially making some history right now. It's a little quiet, a little under the radar. San Francisco Giants. I'm almost, af- almost afraid to draw attention to it because it's going so well. Oh. The Baltimore Orioles last night mm. lost their 19th straight game. Oh, my. Did they really? 19 in a row. Ooh. It is a tough thing to do to lose 19 games in a row in Major League Baseball. Yeah. To give you an idea, it's the longest losing streak since the Kansas City Royals lost 19 in 2005. With another loss tonight to the LA Angels, they will tie the Montreal Expos expansion 1969 team with their 20th uh, loss nice. in a row. Nice. In, ter- in terms of the modern era, in terms of like, you know, beyond like 1900, longest streak is the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, who lost 23 in a row. That's that's all sports? Uh, for, for for Major League Baseball. For Major League Baseball. The Phillies lost 23 in a row in 1961. Uh, the other teams that have longer streaks uh, are like in the 1800s. Okay. So since the uh, turn of the 1900s, the Phillies nine, with uh, 23 in a row is the longest. 19 straight losses for Baltimore. Uh, great quote from yesterday's loss. I'm going to find it here from their manager. Uh, where is it? a quick one hold on i lost it oh here it is uh tough to stay invested in the game when you're down 13 to 2 after four innings said brandon said brandon hyde orioles manager uh they've been outscored over this 19 game run by over 100 runs oh my really yeah over 100 runs imagine being in that clubhouse like you know going in you do oh it's got to be low right uh as a fan how do you go to the games there was only just over 8,000 in attendance in Baltimore last night, and that's with Shohei Otani in town. Yeah. Uh, they are facing Otani on the mound tonight, uh, 7 o'clock start. The Angels again tomorrow at 1 o'clock. And then they've got a three-game set with the American League East leading Tampa Bay Rays. There is a real legitimate chance that these guys lose their next four and break a record. Okay. I just, it's really possible. I just looked. Uh, I just looked it up, and I don't know if maybe you saw the answer during your your research here. Yeah. Professional sports. What sport and what team has the longest losing streak, and how many games was in, it? In all of professional sports. All of professional sports. I, I'm going to say it's in the NBA. Am I right about that? You are not. Oh, it's not. Huh. 
What would it be then if it's not the NBA? It's it's a little bit unfair because I don't think you were going to go this way. If you would have yeah. got the sport correct, I'd have been in. Okay. It's football. Okay. But it was college football. Oh, it's college ball. Yeah, college okay. football. The Northwestern Wildcats lost 34 games in a row <laughs> over oh. a span of three seasons Oof. before they finally won a game. Wow. Do you imagine going three straight seasons without a win? Well, I remember the like just in the NFL, when Cleveland went 1-31 across those two seasons, yeah. like that is as dark as you get. You take the field 32 times and you come out with one W. Like that is some dark, dark stuff. But 19 in a row in a game like baseball where you're showing up six times a week yeah. to just get stomped. Okay, oh. I just found uh, of the big sports, yeah, NFL would hold the highest, other than okay. other than college sports. Okay, twenty six losses in a row. Mm-hmm. What team was it? Was it the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? It was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. Over over a two season stretch, right? Nineteen seventy six and nineteen seventy seven. Oh, those were the uh, they had the the creamsicle jerseys back then. And from nineteen eighty three to eighty six, the Buccaneers set an NFL record with fourteen consecutive losing seasons. Wow! And look at them now. We got two banners. Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's incredible. You get Tom Brady, it kind of turns things around there. It so. does turn things around. If you're the, if you're an Orioles fan, are you hoping yeah. to get the record now, or are you in, are you interested in making some history, or do you want to stop it from happening? <laughs> At this point, I mean, you're you're 38 and 86. Like that is as as bad as it can be. Yeah, it's as bad as it can be. I if I'm there, I think I want to make some history. Yeah. I think I'd like to make some history. You got to be laughing at it by now. When things are going that bad, you got to be laughing at it, right? Frustration ended two weeks ago. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. So, Carl Brown, let's talk about milk crates. Now, before we get into this conversation, I want to make clear to you, whatever your competitive nature is, Throw it out the window for this break, okay? <laughs> I'm not doing this thing. I I agree with you. This okay. is the one challenge. We can look at it. We can laugh yeah. at it. We're not taking this on. This, this is the one challenge that we will not be able to do. Thank you. Had I not broken my leg back in October, I think there's a chance I might have tried to convince myself to do it. Try to find a... Some kind of a forgiving surface to yeah, uh, to attempt this on? I might have, but I absolutely cannot. There's no. no way. No. And there is zero chance that I'm trying to convince you to get up seven milk crates high. <laughs> like, Where would you even get the crates? Not a chance. Actually, it's funny. I, I've seen now people mm-hmm. are starting to sell... Like yeah. milk crates of <laughs> of water or milk right. crates filled with other, like milk yeah. crates are now the big thing. People are They've trying. now become a thing. So you can get them from convenience stores and stuff like that. If you don't know what we're talking about, you you must not have been on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook yeah. recently, because the milk crate challenge, that's the thing right now, right? It's become this thing where people are, they're stacking them up in basically uh, like a pyramid, like a, a, a single form kind of pyramid. And you're trying to walk up one side and down the other. But milk crates, when they're stacked like that, if you shift your weight at all, are insanely unstable. Mm-hmm. 
and folks are just eating it off these things. And <laughs> like, not just eat, like in yeah. bad ways. It's the, the one guy who came down and landed right in his ass on that one, like it looks like something a chiropractor would set up to generate business. Yeah. It is insane. There have been several people that have broken their fall with their face. Like, it's just insane. The, I don't know, like, maybe it's probably too late to get this into the Jackass movie, because I think it's coming out in October. The final cut's probably already done. Yeah, Might have to be point. a deleted scene or something like that, if they still do those kind of things for, like, a Blu-ray special, but it is, it's something straight out of that world. There's there's some people who have pulled it off, obviously. And a couple. I've, there was a woman who did it in heels, which I think I is that. wild. Yeah. Uh, did you see the Indianapolis Colts mascot? Give it a it. shot. He did it. Yeah. Oh, he did it. Like, Successfully it? did it. Yeah. Wow. In the ma- like in the mascot outfit. The biggest win the Colts have this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carson Wentz was going to do it, but uh, I don't oh, know. No, he he's, do yeah, his, foot, his foot's tender. Yeah. Tender. There's a few people have done it, but it, it more often than not, yeah, it is people coming crashing down at an insane rate, and it, it I. I I can't look away, man. I'm not going to lie no, to you. I know. I, I feel like it picked up steam over the weekend, and now it is it is like taken over. It's taken over my feed. It's taken over my Instagram feed, especially. Oh, it's everywhere. The the one uh, there there is one like a neighborhood. A guy was going up. He was doing pretty well, and a dude comes up like a kid, yeah. and just kicks a milk crate out of there and sends this dude sailing, just gutless. Just so gutless. Like, if you survived that fall, you got to make that kid pay for it. Man. Oh, you have to. You have to. I can't even understand why you would want to try and kick somebody down. Because yeah, if yeah. you do that to me, and I, and as you said, I survive it. I'm coming uh-huh. for you. Yeah, I like a hap stack series. So there's a guy who rolled the joint was he, while he was walking up and down. That was brilliant, actually. Yeah, yeah, I did dude, see that one as well. <laughs> rolled the blunt as he walked all the way up and all the way down. I Very did, calm. I did see that one as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and there's people in, in the text box saying, I'll do the challenge for you guys. I'll do it in Speedo, says somebody. Literally have no possible way of ever getting that cleared by legal. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just no- if you want to do it in your own time and send us a video of the attempt, we cannot encourage you to do that. Yeah. Brown at HitsFM.com. <laughs> Sober at HitsFM.com are our emails. I stumble through the wreckage, rusted from the rain. Text message says, all right, how much money do we have to donate to charity to make Carl get up on the milk crates? God, a lot. <laughs> okay. A lot. One billion dollars. Oh, for a billion? Yeah. Okay. One million. For a million dollars? Probably. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Of course. One thousand. No. Ten thousand. No. One hundred thousand. Mm, yes. Yes. Yeah, it'd be a hundred grand. Hundred grand to get you up on the crates. Hundred grand. I'd pick ten charities in the Niagara region and give like yeah. Ten to each. Yeah, across the board. Yeah. You yeah. get up on the crates. Think of the PR for that. I'll I'll crack a rib for that. I'll yeah. I'll dislocate an elbow for that. Yeah. We do incredible. <laughs> That'd be great numbers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hits Nation, you heard the guy. We can get $100,000. We can get him up seven milk crates high. Say, Jim Ross always says, you know, when things come up, it's usually about the two C's, cash and creative. For us, it's charity and content. Yeah, yeah, no. That's our two, that's our two C's. <laughs> that's a great point. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this question before we get, into, right. get into break here. Which was the dumbest internet challenge? Which of these two? Mm. The milk crate challenge or the Tide Pod challenge? 
I wonder what the long-term effects of like the Tide Pod thing of swallowing one of those down. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the? I don't think it sits in your system all that long. Yeah, it's like, going to hurt it, you in the moment. It, I think. What does it do to you? That would be my question because it like, if it's you know let's see poison control centers reported over seven thousand. Oh, geez, that's a lot of people who actually did this thing. Health risks. Uh, <laughs> Uh, excessive vomiting, lethargy, gasping. Some oh boy, some folks start. Okay, that's pretty bad. Uh, I'm going to say the Tide Pod thing was the worst. Yeah, I can say considerably altering your insides and giving yourself a chance to uh, like burn a hole in your stomach. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Bones heal slowly, but bones <laughs> they are healing. Do slowly. heal. You know, never never get the, the the majority of these videos I've seen have been from the United States, yeah. right? Yeah. You folks got healthcare. You're going up on the top of this thing, taking a bump from, you know, 10 plus feet in the air onto either like concrete or, or uneven field onto, or onto or the onto crates, crates themselves. Yeah. Like, you know what? A, like, everybody knows what an ambulance ride costs. You know what? Getting your arm reset costs like, is that because it's not like it is here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Emergency services have a come with a price there. I'm just OK. All right. Somebody Maybe just don't think about it in the moment. OK. Gotta get those views, baby. <laughs> get those views, man. Somebody just texted in and said, "All right, Carl, I'll donate the hundred thousand dollars myself." All right, but you gotta roll in honey first. <laughs> honey and then the crates. Yeah, that's right. Line the crates in the pool of honey, and then I take the bump into the honey pool. <laughs> now we're talking. One hundred and fifty thousand at that point. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Silver and brown. Silver and brown. Ninety-seven-seven hits FM. Fart jar. The journey rolls on, Rebecca. She is, I believe, and I'm just texting with her now. I'm, uh, we're going to get her on the phone shortly. Just seeing here. Um, I think she either may be in Manitoba or about to be in Manitoba. Right close to it. Yeah, yeah. I think she is close. Uh, messaging with her and chatting with her last night. Uh, she is uh, almost through the province of Ontario, which means the fart jar has almost made it through one full province. It's going to cross its first provincial boundary. That's right, baby. I did oh, say cool. you got to get a picture of every border you cross over. Yep, please. So she apparently was in, I don't know, oh, I'm not going to pronounce this right, Kennebec? Kennebec yeah. Falls? Kennebec Falls, yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, I knew what it was the whole time. I was just testing you. <laughs> Kennebec Falls. <laughs> she took a picture with it in the waterfall there. Yep. She did see the giant goose in Wawa. Mm-hmm. She went through a place called Marathon, Ontario. That's probably what it felt like by the time she got there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever that is. Yeah. And then uh, she was also at another lake. She didn't tell me. Or, or maybe it's a river, it looks like. Not 100% sure. But said the drive has been good. Aside from uh, the fact that she's been hitting construction all over the place. I hope that eases off a bit as she gets out of like the main populous areas of Ontario. And stuff, yeah, right? I'm not 100% sure what the construction situation is like in Manitoba, but yeah, Ontario is just straight construction all the time, no matter where you are, right? Pretty much. Uh, so if she does get make her way into Manitoba, I don't, when we get her on the phone, we'll talk about what, what her plans are. But yes. what what are some of the big attractions for her to see in Manitoba. Well, I'm just having a just having a peek around here at uh at TripAdvisor and a few other places. Uh a Cinnabon Park seems to be a, a Cinnabon? Is it just cinnamon buns? <laughs> no, at Cinnabon. Oh, okay. 
the Canadian Museum of Human Rights. Oh, okay. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Take the fart okay. jar there. It's just my uh, right to fart in a jar. Apparently, uh, the Forks Market is quite something to to see. It's like it's just like a huge market. Okay. I guess. Okay. I gotta tell you, I'm looking at all these Manitoba like landmarks and stuff. I'm not that impressed. No. <laughs> um, there is the Royal Canadian Mint, which I think is actually kind of a cool thing to, to see. Where circulation of coins are made. Can the for... fart jar make its way into the <laughs> Royal Canadian Mint? That would be interesting. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. That yeah, would be at least cool. be interesting. Yeah. I'm looking at like the top 15 from TripAdvisor. I'm like, okay, you, you photograph with a couple of these things, but I'm there's, not like... Mm. There's no giant, like, you know, no, we you had know. the goose and everything. Yeah. No, you drive to Churchill and hope to see a polar bear. Like, that sounds dangerous. I don't yeah, think you do that. So, uh, yeah, you know, do your best, but, you know, pretty quick would, trip across the province there. <laughs> would... A polar bear like the fart jar, would it keep the polar bear at bay? Oh, I don't think you got enough stink to keep a polar bear at bay. Don't they like stink? I have no idea. I think they like it. How long does it take to drive across Manitoba? How long does Uh, it drive time across? Yeah. I'm Googling as well. Another edition of live Googling. Mm mm. Google oh. Maps estimate driving time uh, 13 hours and 33 minutes. Okay, okay. To drive across. So she could probably get that done in a day, depending on when she in starts and, and where she is, right? Yeah, in a day, for sure. But the latest so. pictures of the jar in front of the lake, in front of the so, giant goose. Some waterfall. Yeah, if you want to see all of it uh, in front of, uh, it looks like some totem poles, I believe, maybe in Marathon. Uh, I have thrown them over at our Facebook page, and we'll get them over on Instagram and Twitter as well as it is officially, well, or just about, made its way through one province. We're crossing the center. Crossing the middle barrier. A quarter of the way to Medicine Hat? Yeah, something like that. All right, we'll chat with Rebecca a little bit later on in the show. Now. Now. It's time time for Carl versus the world on 97.7 Hits FM. All right, Carl Brown looking to get his way into the win column this week. You could drop below 500. Certainly could. And you know what? I will. Well, sorry, I guess you're already below 500. But (laughs) I meant to say it would guarantee you'd be below 500 for the week. Um, You are battling on behalf of David in Binbrook. In Binbrook. David okay. in Binbrook. David, I'm with you, bud. And looking to this. take you down and get I, another win for the people this week. I do not have this. <laughs> we got Jay and the hammer. Jay, good morning, buddy. How you doing? Not too bad. How are you guys? Good, 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 man. I hit the wrong button there. Did I hear a traffic? You again? did, yeah. Lenny's not here. I apologize. Oh. Uh, Jay, have you played this game before? Uh, not this one specifically, no, but okay. I listened to it, so I know what's going on. Okay, all right. So I'm going to give you some items, real items. You could see on Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, in the classifieds. They're real items. I give you two prices. One of them, again, is the real price. The other I have made up, and you are looking for the real price. Make sense? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to go first or second? Uh, I will go second. Go second. Okay. You sit tight. Carl Brown, let's kick things off. What do you got? For you, I have... A toilet turned into a barbecue. Oh, hell yeah. They charge him $100 for that or $800? I'm going 800 bucks. Hey, do you have your uh, radio on in the background there, Jay? Uh, nope. Oh, okay. I've got some feedback coming through. Through my Bluetooth. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, what did you say? Sorry. Say it again, Carl. 800 800 is correct. Well done. There you go. 
Okay, Jay. For you, I have a jet ski and chihuahua combo. Mm. <laughs> so it's a jet ski that also comes with a chihuahua. $1,500 or $3,500. Ooh. And they say, uh, doesn't matter if you want one, got to have both. I'll have to go with uh, 1500 1500 is correct. That's a desperate sale. Uh, jet ski and a chihuahua, <laughs> my, you can get my way jet ski more. And my dog. For one, you got to separate those. You can get great money for both. To sell 1500 together makes me think that's not your jet ski or your dog. Oh, good point. Well, don't mm. make this too sad, Carl. Well, I'm just saying. Okay. There's some scumbags out there. Okay. Carl, mm-hmm. this posting just says, my feet. Mm-hmm. It's a picture of someone's feet. 100 bucks. Oh, sorry. It's <laughs> not an auction. <laughs> uh, do you want to know if they're female or male feet? Does that matter nope. to you? It does not matter to me. Okay. My feet. Free. Yep. Or $20 an hour. <laughs> uh, I'm buying this for our buddy Assfoot Jake, and I'm going 20 bucks an hour. 20 bucks an hour. Is incorrect. <laughs> what? Free feet? Free feet on a Facebook marketplace another, ad. Another person who does not recognize their value. <laughs> uh, okay. Jay. Yeah. I have a miniature pony. Ooh. But it's actually just a husky that they've shaved to look like a pony. <laughs> $123 or $1,234? Uh, let's go $1,234. That's correct. Oh. Nice. Nailed it. Nice. Questionable dog posts you're throwing out here today. Yeah, there's a few of them, eh? <laughs> so, Carl, you have yeah. to get this correct. No, I don't. Yeah. Oh, for David, yeah. <laughs> just to, to keep Tell me what going. I have to do. <laughs> Carl? Yeah. I have onions shaped like booties. Booties as in butts or booties as in funny little shoes? Booties as in butts. Okay, thank you. These onions, $10 a pound? Or does the ad say, trade me something cool? <laughs> I'm going 10 bucks a pound. That's incorrect. What? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought that was a, I thought that was such a lure. Oh, Such Carl. a lure. I chose it just because I love the writing. Trade me something good. The <laughs> sack of onions? <laughs> that, that are shaped like booties. Like booties. I mean, oh. Okay. All right. Uh, Jay, you don't even need to answer the next one, man. All right. Easy peasy. Hell yeah. Another beat down of the brown. I'm going to give you $100 worth of vouchers for the Lotto 649 draw, which is going to be tonight. So stay in line with us, man. We'll get your information. Good luck. Awesome. Thanks. The Silver and Brown Show on 97.7 Hits FM. Call me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> 977-977, text the show. You can call us too, 905-688-9797. I was just chatting with our fart jar chauffeur, Rebecca, off air, as we're going to have her on the show here shortly. So, Carl, you have compiled a bunch of questions for best question. I have got tons here. Okay. Whiskey, tons of stuff. Whiskey Run Golf Course in Port Colborne. Whoever wins is going to get a four-pack of passes. Start firing. 
All right, here we go. Uh, question one. This is uh, interesting. Soper, what if your hernia issue is your testicles just leading a rebellion because you got them burnt? <laughs> They're referring back to your vasectomy and the soldering that you experienced. There, there. is literally nothing that would surprise me at this point. Yeah. Or, or sorry, I shouldn't say wouldn't surprise Things would surprise me, but... It, there has been so much weirdness involved in this and so much weird health stuff that has happened to me. Mm. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. It's, I, I don't think this is going to be the end of the weirdness. Would not be shocked. No. Uh, when slash if you're peeing in the sink, do you also look in the mirror? <laughs> I don't often pee in the sink. Just saying, if you did, I guess you would. Where else are you going to look? Yeah. If I pee I in mean, the I have not, peed in sinks. Yeah. And if I do, or uh-huh. when, when I have... Yes. I have been hammered every time. Yeah. So, so I'm not really looking at anything. If anything, I'm just trying yeah. to stay balanced. I might only have one eye open at that point. I'm probably looking down at the sink going, don't miss, don't miss, don't miss, don't miss. But I probably <laughs> once look up and go, oh, what's it look like in there? <laughs> what's it doing? Uh, here we go. Can we get your wives in studio to do the show for you and give us an all-female edition of the Soper and Brown show. <laughs> they would enjoy that for a little bit, and then yeah. they would, like, after about 30 minutes, I feel like they'd go, now, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> now, interesting that you bring it up, though, because we are having a little bit of a surprise in October, potentially, with... There's ideas being floated around. Yeah, we won't promise anything just yet. Yeah. Just put it this way. There's one show in October that I have to miss Yes. for a wedding. Mm-hmm. And we have some ideas for it. Yes. Including an interesting co-host for Matt. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's both using, of them. <laughs> both of them. Using a public bathroom for a poop. You've got to go. What do you do? You just sit right away. You hoover over the seat. Do you wipe it down? Do you make a toilet paper cushion and then sit? So I... I bring this up because I know what you do. I wipe and then make a toilet paper cushion. You wipe and cushion? Yes. You make yourself a little nest. I do because you have to a wipe. Egg. You have to wipe because if there is a little dribble on the seat and I oh, put sure. down the toilet paper, you wipe the dribble. Yeah, that's fine. And then I put down this, the 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 tissue as well. I ain't cushioning. No. Usually, if I'm taking no, if I'm taking a bathroom poop, it's usually because like I don't think I usually get, have time to cushion things. If it's happening, it's it's yeah. because it's happening. Yeah, yeah. Don't kid oh, yourself. Yeah. I have done that. Yeah. But if I can hold off for a few more seconds and give yeah. myself another layer of protection. Now, what would you do if you were in my situation at a Queenston Heights Park there a couple of weeks ago when the toilet paper is just the singular tissues that you pull out of there? You'd been building a nest for 25 minutes before you were ready to poop. I have done that before. The single have poles. Have you really? I have done the single Unbelievable. squares. Unbelievable. You oh. wasteful little boy. Yeah, yeah. It's just your ass. Yeah, no, uh, uh, while we're on the subject, if scented toilet paper existed, would you guys use it? What scent would you use? I know because I assume it would be more money. Yeah, probably. Right. Let's assume. Let's let's just say it's the same the same dollar. Is is there a scent that would intrigue you? Baked bread. Baked bread. I give it like a freshy mint. You know, you want a mint? Yeah, minty asshole? ass. Yeah. Mint asshole. <laughs> would it would it be like cooling a little bit? Ooh. Maybe. Refreshing. I don't well, know. I'm kind of interested now. I've used that like menthol shampoo mm-hmm. down there before, and yeah. like. Feels kind of good, right? Oh, it perks you up. Yeah, so you a little menthol white. I don't know. When, Something to think about. If I was to fart after, mm-hmm. would it, some of the scent come with it? It'd be a little minty. Then I choose cinnamon buns. <laughs> Just a smell like an airport Cinnabon. A Cinnabon butt. <laughs> My Cinnabon butt. You can go back in time and experience one championship sports game. What would it be? Uh, this cowboy, one of the Cowboys Super Bowls from the 90s. 
Anyone? Yeah, yeah. One Anyone of, in particular? Nah, no, I don't care. I would definitely, yeah, I'd want to go to the, the Seahawks stomping of the Denver Broncos, the 43-8. That's the most I've ever enjoyed a football game in my life because it was out of hand by the halftime. Then I drank about 13 beers in two quarters. It's true. Tremendous. I saw him after the game. Yeah, I definitely finished a 15-pack. As <laughs> <laughs> soon as Percy Harvin returned that kick, oof, I was sailing. Uh, would you rather get a hangnail once a day or stub your toe once a week for the rest of your life? I think I'll go with the, the stub the toe. Yeah, once right? a week? I mean, that, it definitely sucks, but I'm going to definitely go with that. I'll take that over anything that has to happen every day. A hangnail is so annoying. They suck. <laughs> I, like the, I like this question. What animal do you wish was more commonly eaten? <laughs> Texter says, I really like goose, but it's a bit hard to find. Would also like to try horse. I have no desire to try horse, actually. I don't particularly. If it was served to me, I wouldn't fight it. But what animal do you wish was more commonly consumed? I don't know. I've Come never... on, you got you to gotta pick one. Turtle? Turtle? Rabbit. There's a lot of rabbits around You heard it here. He killed a rabbit this morning. Now he (laughs) says he wants to eat it. Absolute monster. Do you have Uh, one? Do I have one? Yeah. Uh, Come on, answer. You pressured me. No, I left you out there for that one. Come on, let's go. Um, I will say, uh, oh, what was it? Ostrich. I've had an ostrich burger before, and I really, really enjoyed it. You're a dirty werewolf. Would you rather, I like this one as our last question here. Uh, Would you rather... Have somebody make your food for you the rest of your life, but you do not get to pick what it is, or you just eat pizza for the rest of your days. Uh, I, personal chef cooking me whatever, love that. You're telling me you're going to make all my meals and remove me ever thinking about it? Yeah. I don't care what they make. Love it, yeah. I never th- just wake up, here's breakfast. I don't know what it is, but it's breakfast. You don't get to pick whatever. Yeah. Oh, man. Free will is overrated, I'm telling you. You don't need to make choices all the time. <laughs> Having somebody remove a couple choices from your everyday life is okay. Going back to the uh, the scented toilet paper, yeah. somebody said Cinnabum, <laughs> which not bad. how did we not get there? Uh, do you want one more or do you want to finish this up here? Uh, I, I kind of, I, I, where, where are you, do you have some of your leaning? Mm, <laughs> the more commonly eaten's not bad. Uh, your your bathroom uh, like process you go through, the yeah. scented toilet paper was okay. What do you have like? you ever have you ever seen anyone pull the "Do you know who I am?" card? Oh, you ever seen it? I do have a story of that. And was it a fellow radio worker? It was, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was so embarrassing. Can we name names? No, absolutely not. I don't want that because he's a nice guy, and yeah. he was dealing with some stuff which came uh-huh. up after. Uh huh. But he he was at a bar and he yeah. pulled the the kitchen was closed. Oh. And he said, "Do you know who I am?" And made them reopen. They did reopen it. Did they open it for they him? They did. And they and they brought notches. And I thought they spin those for sure. Do you still do you still know? Are like, you still like like loosely in contact yeah, with the person? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're, they've changed though. It's you gotta good. tell me. Who, you gotta tell me who it is. I, off air. I, I will tell you off air. Absolutely. And we'll send them a second fart jar. <laughs> um, what do you like for best question here? I like, I like the toilet paper one personally. The scented, scented toilet paper. Okay. All right, you get this passes. Get us your details. There's no side sheet. Soper and Brown show. It's Offspring 97.7 Hits FM. I'm Matt Soper. He's Carl Brown. Uh, Rebecca, the fart jar chauffeur, 
Over on line 29, you can see all the pictures. She has sent us some new pictures, some of the latest ones of the giant goose. We've got a waterfall, a lake, some totem poles. It's over at the Facebook page. Got it over uh, at the Hits Twitter, 97.7 Hits FM. And that's the same for uh, Instagram as well. But Rebecca on the phone right now. Rebecca, let's just jump right into it. Where are you at this moment? Um, I'm heading to Glenbro. So just past Winnipeg. Oh, I you're, you're in Kenora this morning. You are wow. in, so you are in Manitoba right now. I am. Wow. So spent the night in Kenora, you said? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And you've already made your way through Winnipeg? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Carl, she's making great time. No kidding. Yeah. Your hope, I know you said, was to make it to uh, Medicine Hat on Wednesday. I think that's yeah, a little I- bit bold, but uh, still pretty good. You're making great time. Yes. How's the drive been so far? Um, so far, not too bad. I run into some rain, yeah. but not as much traffic through Manitoba, <laughs> which oh, I'm not complaining. Yeah, really. <laughs> no kidding. Has, um, did the jar end up seeing the border, uh, the Welcome to Manitoba sign? Um, unfortunately, I was not able to get that <sighs> because... The Manitoba sign is like a five by eight sign of a polar bear. Oh, really? On the side of the road. Oh, <laughs> uh, no way. Yeah, so it's like I just flew by it kind of thing. I was like, dang it. Oh, what a lame sign. <laughs> Has the jar seen anything in Manitoba yet? No, okay. there's nothing really here. <laughs> Rebecca, we were having a look at some of the uh, like the landmarks to stop at in Manitoba, and I gotta say the top 15 list was a little underwhelming, so I'm not totally shocked that you haven't uh, made the stop at anything there. I know, I'm sorry. No, no, it's hey. All, it's, it's all it's, good. So what's your plan for the rest of the day? Just driving. I know in Saskatchewan there's the giant moose. Okay, so we, the, the oh. jar gonna see the moose? Yes. Nice. The jar is going to see the moose. Okay. I'm going to try and get the picture of leaving Manitoba sign. Nice. Okay. Right. Perfect. Perfect. Right. And then hopefully the giant paperclip as well. Ooh, and oh, you, where is the giant yes. paperclip? Um, in Saskatchewan too, but I'm not quite sure the location okay. yet. I believe, okay. it's in, I believe it's in Kipling. Kipling, Saskatchewan, I believe. Kipling. Okay. All right. Well, hey, you enjoy uh, Manitoba. I think it's flat, uh, very flat. Yeah. So a straight, straight drive that you can watch for days. And, uh, and, and, and yeah, your hope is to be in Saskatchewan at some point today? Yes. Wow. All right. Well, safe journey. And we look forward to more pictures and videos. And we'll chat with you later on tonight to get some more updates, okay? Okay. That sounds great. Okay, Rebecca. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks, Talk to Matt. you soon. Bye. Sofer and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Uh, Carl, you said to me off air, Matt. I need a few minutes to rant and rip somebody apart. Some scumbag out there has done the unforgivable. Mm. Now, before we get into this, I want to give Shelby Knox some credit here. Okay. She got a story up on, uh, on 610 CKTB's site right now. Halton police are searching for a miniature donkey. Now, the award, I, the award I want to give her is for not using the headline, Halton Police Searching for a Little Ass. <laughs> because it was right there for the taking, yeah. and it must have taken incredible restraint. I'd have done it. Police in Halton are searching for Little Sebastian. Wait, what? Little Sebastian. No. 
three-week-old miniature donkey was taken from a Halton Hills farm sometime between August 19th and 20th. They did not name this donkey Little Sebastian. And somebody's got him. The owners say Little Sebastian is still nursing and too young to be separated from his mother. You put the donkey back. Oh, my God. You put him back. They have right a now. They have a donkey named Little Sebastian? They had one. Someone has him now. How old is it? Like three weeks old, dude. Oh, my God. What are you even going to do with the donkey? It's going to end up on our Facebook marketplace, buy and sell tomorrow. I refuse. <laughs> I, will vet, I will vet the questions, I promise you. There will be no miniature donkey. I vet buy the and question. Sell. Are you hoping to keep it? Is that what you're hoping to do? Obviously, Parks and Rec fans know why the name is exciting. Yes. And they also know why it needs to go back, because Lil Sebastian is a little hero. He's a little hero. He's a legend. Once we've all said goodbye. He's not gone yet. But. No. Well, he's Take somewhere. Take a running leap and you learn to fly. Bye, bye, Lil Sebastian. Come on. Bring him home. You bring him back. Hell's wrong with you people. Go Liam Neeson on your ass. Bye, bye, you bring them back. And nobody gets hurt. Southern Ontario's best rock and the Sober and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. You bastards, whoever you took put little, him back. Whoever took little Sebastian. You put him back right now. You really want you really want Carl to go Liam Neeson you know, on you? People are trying to say a lot of coyotes in the Halton area, turkey vultures, that kind of thing. Look, I hope Scoop that's not the case. Small donkey. That would at least I want to say. It's, well, I'm trying to find okay. the words here. It's nature versus somebody being an yeah. absolute scumbag. If if one of the bad th- if you know if it's either of those <laughs> options, if I have to choose, yeah, yeah, obviously. But if somebody but, took him. Somebody's an ownership of them. You put them back. If you know any donkey thieving scumbags in Halton, just go ahead and drop their full names in the text box. Yeah. Just go ahead and drop them there. Let's go. If you have any just, any just suggestions, wild speculation, drop them in. Five, drop them in. 5,000 candles in the wind. God, that song <laughs> slaps. <laughs> just 5,000 candles in the wind. <laughs> like the only tribute song you'd ever heard was Elton John. <laughs> 5,000 candles is better than one. Um, what did we learn on the show today, Brown? We learned that I am in demand when it comes to children's birthday parties. Actually, uh, Austin yeah. turns 10 years old, is listening at the moment. Is he right now? Happy 10th birthday, buddy. Happy birthday, man. The one thing he wants for his birthday is you're taking uh, both your kids to his party, what, 11 o'clock this morning, something like that? Yeah, something like that, yeah. What he asked his dad to ask you for was a Carl Brown appearance at his 10th birthday. Can it happen? Oh, who knows? It's really pretty close to my house. It'd be kind of a dick if I didn't go. <laughs> Carl Brown's going to show up dressed up as Lil Sebastian. <laughs> I got a hot dog costume I could put on. Um, <laughs> really? Yeah. What do you have that for? That's from last Halloween. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, what else did we learn today? What did we talk about? I uh, took no notes. 
Honestly, I, I what do you got remember. Down there? Uh, fart the donkey thing. Fart jar. Obviously, we learned that making its way through Manitoba. Yeah, Rebecca. I think she's going to be in Saskatchewan today for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I was looking at it. She, when she said where she was. Oh, it started with a G. Something. Anyways, uh, but it's actually like closer to closer to Brandon than it is. Um, uh, Winnipeg. So she is making her. I did making her way downtown. I did like. Oh, <laughs> very, very nice. <laughs> yeah. Very nice, Vanessa Carlton. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? I yeah, lost something. it. Oh right, text message. That's what it was. Somebody right. said that <laughs> Matt, your fart has traveled further than I have this year, and it makes me kind of angry. <laughs> A little jealous, yeah. <laughs> um, we talked about the thirty-one uh, or two-year-old uh, loser who was on the cover of Nirvana's Nevermind, and is now, after years of touring comic cons and making money off this thing, deciding to sue the band under the false pretenses of the uh, naked baby reaching for a dollar resembles child pornography. That's right. Big time, right? Oh, yeah. That... What a spit in the face to anybody who's ever had to deal with something like that. No kidding. What a spit yeah. in the For face. Anyone who's ever actually been taken advantage of versus been able to profit off this thing. The dude's got Nevermind tattooed yeah. across his He's chest. Scumbag. And now you're going to go to court and make a case for That's yourself. Get out of here. Uh, you know what I will tell you? I forgot to mention earlier. Do you know what I am doing tonight? And Hits Nation has been hammering me, telling me that I have to start watching Ted Lasso. Oh, Yeah. I am happy to say that I have. Yes. It is an incredible show. <laughs> oh, my God. That show is amazing. He's you. Yeah. No, 100%. He's inherently positive to the point that you're you're thinking, I should almost be annoyed with this guy. You can't. You can't be annoyed with him. And he even he, had his fly down one time. Even the biggest cynics in the world, me and my wife, enjoy the hell out of this show. That's and how like, you know it's every good. Every time I'm like, we shouldn't be. Like, it's just so good. The cast around him is excellent. I think I'm only two episodes into season two. I'm letting a couple build up, but I'm going to get enough. to that as well. AWTSN2 well, tonight as well. CM Punk will be on there, 8 o'clock. Tonight, I am coaching my son's soccer game. Oh, you're oh, you're coaching? Yeah. You're coaching tonight? The coach asked if I could fill in because he had other commitments. Oh. Now, now, let me ask. Yeah. I, I received a, a download video from you. Uh, of somebody doing some coaching that was maybe less welcome. Was that Marshall's team or was that Emma's team? That was Emma's team. Though. Okay. I sent you that okay. secret video that we yeah, weren't supposed enough. to talk about. Fair enough. Fair enough. I am coaching. What do you? What's the lineup going to look like? Uh, I don't, it's, I, you know what? I'm going to have to figure that out on the fly. Starting 11 going to look like. But I'm thinking I'm, I'm going to go with the Ted Lasso approach, just be incredibly positive and... <laughs> And just try to learn about as much about these kids as possible and, you know, just try to get them some life lessons along the way. Do you or do you not own a visor? I don't know. I'm going to have to go take a peek for one. You ha- If you don't have one, you got to go. I'm going to, I'll buy you one. I don't care. <laughs> you got to have a visor and a clipboard. And if you don't, I don't even know what you're doing. I There's a good chance I lose my voice tonight. Oh, that's true. So I'll, That's so true. I'll have some details on that on the show. All right. Oh, I can't wait to hear. Uh, do you want to finish with the last 25 seconds of 5,000 Candles in the Wind? Yes, please. We'll see you tomorrow. Up again. And I know I'll always miss my horses. Spread your wings and fly. Spread your wings and fly. You put them back. You put them back. There's 